podcast coming your way. This is number 340. Our SARM series continues. Uh, Steve Smith here and Rick in the Bronx. What's up, buddy? Hey, what's up, Steve? What's up, guys? How's everybody doing out there? Yeah, guys. So we had a very uh, we had a fun debate pre-show, and I, as usual, I kicked Rick's ass as usual uh, in a debate. So we're gonna this one. We're gonna talk about Andrine S four. I'll tell you, Rick, Andrine one of the strongest SARMs I've ever ran in terms of strength. When I was on it, like I noticed a strength after a week. So let's talk about uh, S four Andrine. What's interesting about it is that it was. I'm going to take away some of uh, Rick's history on this, but I have to mention it was developed by GTX Inc. Um, and the intention was muscle wasting, osteoporosis, and especially BPH, which is the enlargement of the prostate. And a lot of you out there who use anabolic steroids do have problems with enlargement of prostate because steroids do, uh, they are very inflammatory on the prostate. Um, it's a SARM. It is definitely a SARM, unlike some of these other compounds that we will talk about in this series, such as GW or SR or Nutribol. Um, it is a selective androgen receptor modulator SARM, and it's popularly sold on just about every SARM site out there um, who sells SARMs. And, um, you know, we're going to talk about it in this podcast, guys. One of the best benefits that it can give you is strength gains and lean muscle gains. And it doesn't give you the harmful side effects of anabolic steroids, uh, which are, you know, just that's the difference between SARMs and anabolic steroids. SARMs are selective. So the idea is they're not going to give you the estrogen issues, the um, androgenic issues and those types of things. So I'm going to bring in Rick on this one. He's going to go over the history on it. And uh, it's really fascinating. So Rick, tell us a little about it. It's one of the few SARMs out there that already have been abandoned by the pharmaceutical companies. Tell us a little bit about that. You know, my research, I've been having a hard time finding dates as of when things were actually, actually happened. I know S4 has been around since the mid two thousands. Um, We'll wait until now, obviously. So about 15 years now, Steve, right? Would you agree? Yeah, it's been around since they started selling SARMs for us, for athletes. So it's been around a while. And it was developed, as, as Steve said, for BPH, for benign prostatic hyperplasia, which is just basically an enlargement of the prostate that doesn't, doesn't seem to be long-term harmful, but it does have some side effects as far as like blocking the flow of urine out of the bladder and it could cause some some urinary tract and kidney problems and s4 was developed as maybe an option to replace durasteride which durasteride if you take it makes your dick limp my uh, my grandpa takes durasteride and he's complained about it quite a bit so um it was abandoned it was abandoned for uh, for trials it's not it's no longer being pursued as a, as a medication. I would guess that the vision problems uh, were just not, just wouldn't make it suitable. I mean, it, have you, tr have you had the vision problems when you, when you tried it, Steve? And I'll describe them. Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. 50 milligrams. Yeah. We're going to talk about the side effects. So, yeah. so the, yeah. So the vision problems, apparently where it, it gives you that yellow tint in your vision, it would be enough for it to be abandoned as medication uh, for your prostate when obviously there are, there are a couple other medications already on the market that already work. 
and don't give the user vision problems. So uh, that's kind of on the history. I had a hard time finding. I wonder the, if one the of the benefits. I wonder if one of the benefits of it, instead of using dutasteride and finasteride, which chop your dick off, I wonder if using the idea was using S4 for this would would cause way less side effects where you wouldn't have those dick issues. Yes. Right? But yes. I also wonder is maybe it just didn't work well for that. So that's, that's why it, that yeah that's why it was abandoned. I, so there are some medical studies. And one of them that is out there is a small dosage of S4 every day. They had restored skeletal muscle. They had, um, there was one done with dehydrotestosterone, DHT, which showed the increases bone mass and strength at a higher rate than straight DHT. So that's probably why when I use it after like a week, week and a half, I noticed my lifts going up on it which was surprising because you wouldn't think with a SARM that would happen. But I noticed my strength went up really, really quick on it. And also there's been some studies that showed that it's more likely to help you lose fat and gain lean muscle mass than anabolic steroids without the side effects. So we have those three studies out there on it that are that are really really good yeah so why do we use things like this that have been abandoned a lot of people wonder they have their, they scratched their head you guys have to remember a lot of anabolic steroids out well, there and, and, and by the way there, there was something i wanted to say i'm sorry yeah. uh, when it comes to some of the to, to these medications being in trials to become prescription medications they've got to be better and replace what is already out there the reason most of the steroids that we use today from Anabar to Winstrol to Dianabol to Deca to EQ, event, at some point, even Tremblin at some point. The reason all of these were used, were prescribed to humans and human use to treat all types of uh, different diseases, men and women, and then over time they were replaced. It's because other better drugs went into trials and came out and were actually better at, at sometimes treating or maybe just as good at treating the, the, the symptoms of disease that the steroids were treating, but just didn't have the side effects, the androgen side effects, the, the hair growth, the changes in, in sex drive, all of these things that when you just give these drugs to a large population to treat all of these conditions, you're bound to have. So yeah, all the steroids just got eventually got replaced one by one, one by one by sometimes two or three different options and drugs that were non-steroidal, didn't cause any of the side effects. And basically, this is what S4 was basically what they were trying to do. They were trying to get a better option, a, 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 an option with less side effects to durasteride. Uh, so that, that's kind of what, and, 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 it, and apparently it, it had a worse side effect, which is this, this vision problem. So, that's why it was abandoned. Just to kind of put that into a little bit of perspective there, guys. Yeah, so why do we use it? I'm not saying that S4 is ever going to give you as much strength as Trenbolone or testosterone or even Anawar. Um, probably not going to happen, obviously. Uh, you know. So why do we use these SARMs? Well, the nice thing about these SARMs is they bind to the androgen receptor, but selectively bind. So they don't cause side effects. You're not going to get estrogen issues on S4. 
you're not going to have an enlarged prostate on S4. You're not going to have a strain of your blood pressure and your heart health on S4. Maybe a slight change in cholesterol levels will, where, where they will temporarily become unbalanced and maybe a little bit on your liver. Okay, anytime you're putting something like this into your body, it's going to have a little bit of effect on your liver. But those are easily taken care of. All you're going to do is just take some N2 guard on cycle, five to seven caps a day with the S4, and those issues will be easily managed. So it's completely fine. So there is some, some um, I'll tell you some from athletic uses. When I used it, I, I mentioned already, my strength went up right away. I mean, I'm, my lifts, 5, 10, pound, 10, 5, 10, 15 pounds on my lifts within a week and a half. Amazingly quick. Okay, that's how quick this, st this stuff binds to your androgen receptors. It starts giving you results. I had lean muscle mass gains, and I had some loss of body fat, especially when you're stacking it with something like GW. Well, we're going to get into how best to stack it later on. Um, another way that guys like to use it is, is a bridge. Um, after you run um, a cycle, your PCT, take a little time off, then you can bridge with a SARM stack, including S4, and that will kind of give you a little bit of a boost before you, you run your actual cycle. So that's another way that guys like to use S4. So, you know, how it works, guys, you know, just like all SARMs, they bind to androgen receptors, that creates anabolic activity. There's more protein synthesized, more muscle created. Very, very simple concept, guys. Um, you know, very similar to what anabolic steroids do in the end, but without the side effects and, and much more mild. You're, not, you're never going to get as strong on S4 as you would on Trenbolone. Like I said earlier, no one is arguing that. The nice thing about SARMs, zero aromatization. You will not have estrogen move. Some guys argue, oh, you know, SARMs drop your SHBG, so that causes your estrogen to go up. Not really. We haven't seen any evidence of that in actual blood work. Those are just guys who are just trying to, you know, seem smart on forums or whatnot. Um, even if that was the case, it's not going to be enough to make a difference. You're not going to have su uh, suppression of your HBTA, anything close to what anabolic steroids do. I would say maybe your LH and your FSH will drop maybe a point or two at the most on S4. If you run anabolic steroids within a week or two, you're your LH and FSH would drop to near zero. So your pituitary glands would not be functioning. So in turn, when you come off of SARMs, your recovery is going to be a lot quicker. So side effects. Um, let's talk about, you want to talk about a little bit about that rehab. What are your side effects that you noticed on it? Uh, for me, 50 milligrams a day after maybe a week, I started noticing, I get up in the middle of the night to pee, I go into the bathroom and I start seeing like a yellow tint. It was really, really weird. Driving at night, the, the headlights of other cars, there'd be a little yellow tint to it. It would affect my vision like that. When I stopped taking it after a week, the vision sides were gone since it was out of my body. So I did experience those vision. Not everybody does. And if you run it only at 25 milligrams, you probably won't experience as much vision as you would at 50 or 75 milligrams. Rick, can you tell us a little bit about the side effects that you noticed on it or what your clients have noticed? Yeah, the vision at the higher dosing, it's, it happens. It's really, um, it's actually, if you get up, like you said, Steve, around the, the 40, 50 milligram range, you're going to get them. 
it basically happens because uh, there's a metabolite, something S4 turns into into your body later on down the chain. And that metabolite can attach to your retina to receptors there and, and cause the division issue. That's what some people have theorized uh, brought it to because apparently Anderin shouldn't be doing that. Uh, that's pretty much the the only side effect I noticed on it. When I ran it years and years ago, I didn't have, my prostate never felt tender like it does now since I started mountain biking and cycling a lot the last few years. Now I'm, it's kind of tender at, at times. Now peen is a little bit weird, but I'm still checking out fine. It just gets swollen at the time. So maybe, uh, maybe I'll give it a shot and see if, see if it, I feel the difference on it. But I mean, no, no other side effects. It's, I think it's stronger as far as if you're talking about strength. I think it's stronger than Ostrin for bodybuilding. I, obviously, I don't think it's as good at helping you uh, re- repair injuries as Ostrin. But if you're talking about muscle gains, strength gains, I would say Ostrin may be the, the weakest out of all the SARMs, and Andrin may be just a step above it. And there are other SARMs that are people report, I haven't used all of them, people report being stronger than, than S4 or Ostrin. But between those two, it's a good mention because we just did Ostrin on our last podcast. Between those two, um, I would say S4 is, is about the strongest one. Um, and yeah, side effects. I mean, not not a lot, not not a lot. Just the division It's one of the reasons. Uh, so I think SARMs eventually, when they become illegal, they would just created a whole new market of steroid buyers. Because see, okay, so the way this happens is some stuff that's stronger than the natural becomes available over the counter. It happened years ago with pro hormones. It's happening now with SARMs, and people use them. They see how well it enhances their life. Some get side effects and go away and never come back. But many, majority, see the enhancement in their life from having more, more androgens in their system. And so when these androgens get, at, get, get added to the ban list and they become illegal, now these guys are going to look for them and they're going to find them in price lists from sources. So now the same pro-hormones maybe you used to use are now in the price list next to testosterone and DECA. So why not pick that up too? That's what will happen with SARMs eventually. Guys are, get, are used to buying these SARMs over the counter, buying them any, anywhere. They, they work great, especially if you've never used any other steroids before or if you're just throwing them on top of TRT. They do have great, great effects. And then when they become illegal and you're still going to try to get them, even though they are illegal, many guys still will. You're going to find them on price list next to testosterone and that kind of animal. So why not pick some of that up too, right? You're, you're getting it now from the guy. Now, now your SARMs dealer no longer just sells SARMs. He's been driven way underground. Now he's going to sell SARMs and steroids and, and probably other stuff. So you'll just end up picking up that other stuff too. So um, it's just it's what's going to happen, I guess, with the, with the market. But So, so I, wanted, I wanted to kind of talk about the stacking. Um, we're going to talk about the dosing. We're going to talk about the stacking. So let's talk about stacking. Let's say endurance. You want to use S4 for endurance. It's pretty damn good. Stack with GW if you want endurance or SR, SR9009 or GW51516. I would stack 25 milligrams of the S4 with 20 milligrams of, of the GW. That's a damn good 
endurance stack because you're going to get some nice recovery. You're going to get some nice um, protein synthesis effects. Yeah, the, I believe the training trifecta for like a, if you're an athlete, the training trifecta is GW, S4, and Osterin. I've ran, I've done those three together. Those are the three songs that I really have good personal experience with. The other ones, not so much. Did a little bit of LGD. I need, I need to try the other ones just to just to say I did. And GW just gives you that that cardio, man. You just go on for for hours. Osterin makes it so that your your joints and your bones and everything just always feel nice. You know, you don't if you have a joint that's kind of sore, that's kind of not feeling great, it'll make it feel good again a lot quicker than than with and without. And S four, I found, man. Sometimes I'd get back into the into the dojo the next day after rolling hard the, the day before, or I'd get back into the gym to do maybe maybe biceps after having done a big back workout the day before, and stuff still feel would feel sore. You know, you you take you have to warm up and stretch out to just just to get going. Stuff is so sore. Or an S four, that's all minimized. That all that that kind of residual muscle soreness to the next day gone, gone most of it. Uh, if you take a little L-glutamine too with it, that also helps a ton. So, yeah, the, that GW will give you that that stamina. That 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 um, I'd say GW will give you that endurance, that cardio endurance. Osterin will just have the joints. Any joint you kind of hurt a little bit, it'll it'll get right back in order quickly, and everything feels nicely. S4 just wipes out that muscle soreness, that that residual day to day. I'm I'm working out today. I've got this this workout goals for today, but oh man, I'm fucking sore from yesterday. Tick takes that away pretty good. Now I found that that to be a really good good stack trifecta for for training. Another thing too, fat loss. You probably get some really good fat loss on that as well. If you stack those two, get your diet dialed in. Oh my gosh, really really good results. How about using it in an anabolic steroid cycle? Stack it in a cycle and you're going to get some good increases in strength, lean muscle mass without giving you additional side effects. And then at the end of the day, you can just use it alone, Rick. 50 milligrams a day or 75 milligrams a day if, if you want to get more aggressive. It's one of those songs you can run by itself and still get fantastic results. So you'll notice within one or two weeks, a difference now you know are you going to notice something compared to steroids no but you'll know if you know your body you will know after a week or two wow this stuff is helping but the difference between running this and running trend is the strength you put on with trend it's going to have a boomerang effect when you come off but the strength you put on with the s4 you'll be able to keep most of that strength so that's that's the benefit it's going to be less but it's going to be keepable and then also the recomp, the classic SARMS triple stack, which I came up with about five or six years ago. And now people keep copy pasting my idea for a triple stack. But my idea for a triple stack, the Cardarine 20 milligrams, the Alsterine 25 milligrams, and the S4 at 50 milligrams. Great triple stack. The best of oh, all. That was your idea, Steve. Did I just give away? Did I just, did, did I just appropriate your idea? <laughs> my idea it's funny because i've I, i've come up with all these ideas and everyone else starts copy pasting my yeah. fucking ideas without giving me credit for it and now they're going on forbes 
saying talking about it. I, I, you know, I, I, I just, I'm, I'm sure there must have been a collective thing because I, I started running it that way. I'm sure at some point you were, you were the guy who, who wrote the article about it. But those were the first, uh, this was like the first three that I really took together, stacked yeah. them together. If I, if I post on the forums, I start drinking dog piss. Now you're going to start seeing people fall, go to fire hydrants and start uh, collecting dog piss off the fire hydrants. Uh, that's, that's pretty much how it works. Uh, everyone's just copy-pasting other people's ideas. Look, just get the word out there that there's a little bit of nandrolone in pregnant women piss. And yeah. uh, you, 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 get, you, you, you probably get some, some crazy Craigslist ads. <laughs> Be like, honey... Um, can you piss in my mouth tonight? Wanted female <laughs> female urine. All right, guys. So listen, guys, uh, half-life, very, very important to understand the half-life. We think the half-life is around four to six hours. So it's a, it's a shorter half-life than some of the other SARMs that are out there. So probably a good idea if you're running 50 milligrams, split it morning, evening. Um, you don't have to. Um, if your schedule doesn't allow you to do that, you can still run it once a day. But ideally, I would try to run it a.m. and p.m. So try to get on a, a make a habit of doing that. Maybe just have it when you get up in the morning, you have a dose. And then maybe before bed, have a dose. And that would probably be your best, best way to run it. This way you can kind of make a habit of, of taking it. Um, and then, guys, another thing, too, you really have to be careful with S4 because it is sold by some companies and it's not really S4. Even if you get the vision issues, it still may not be S4 because what happens is they'll still dilute the crap out of it. So you'll get a little vision issues and think, yeah, I'm taking S4, but really they'll add in some fillers and add in pro hormones and add in some other stuff. Maybe they'll add clean. That's a new thing now. So, just because you get vision issues on it doesn't mean you're getting legit S4. And just because you don't get vision issues may not mean that you're not getting S4 because not everybody gets the vision issues. So you want, you want to be aware of that. At the end of the day, you want to trust your source um, where you get your S4. Very, very important. All right. And then, you know, guys, you know, we mentioned the side effects earlier. It's the eyesight. And, you know, Rick's, Rick mentioned something. Also, has something to do with maybe attaching the receptors, you know, attaches to the uh, androgen receptors in your eyes, whatever it is, just look for it. Don't be surprised. Don't come on the form after you use it. Be like, Oh my God, I'm sealing yellow tin. You know, uh, we're telling you the side effect. That's, that's the main side effect. And a lot of guys don't run it for that reason, because a lot of guys they're, they don't want to mess with their vision. If you're a truck driver or something and you're driving a big rig, you probably don't want to run S4. You know, probably not a good idea, right? Because if you get in, a, in an accident, you can be held liable because they're going to be like, are you, are you on anything? Yeah, I'm taking S4. Oh, it messes with my vision. Well, guess what? You're going to be liable. So yeah, just if you drive around at night, you know what? I was very uncomfortable on it, driving at night. Very, very uncomfortable. So if you work a night job or something, I wouldn't use it. I would pick another SARM. That's, that's my opinion. I don't know. What do you think, Rick? Yeah, but the vision bothers some people. It doesn't bother everyone, but some people is uncomfortable for. For me, it, it wasn't really a thing. It, it maybe made me feel like it could do something longer term, and 
I didn't use it a lot after. I just wanted to see what, what everybody else's eyes were going to do. But now that it's been a while and it seems as, as the vision thing really is not going to be a problem for anybody. You're not going to get, you know, some kind of floating image in your eye for life now because of using S4 a few years back. Nobody's reported anything. Maybe it's a good idea to circle back to it and see what's up. But it didn't bother me much. It wasn't, it wasn't a thing. It was kind of cool. You know, it was kind of cool, except for maybe one, again, I got a little paranoid and thought, man, what the fuck could really be going on later on? Because I have great vision, you know, I have 2020 vision at 40 and I'm trying to keep it that way. So I think your eye doctor just messaged you and said, you're, you're lying on that because he's watching this live. <laughs> Listen, um, one of the benefits though, of the eye thing, ironically that I noticed Rick was that I was able to sleep in on it. Because the light wouldn't wake me up. So I was actually able to sleep like 30, 60 it, it, it minutes looks longer. Like, weird? It, it looks like, the, like when you set your blue light on your monitor. Yeah, it gives kind of a different uh, color. When you set the blue light blocker on your, on your monitor when you put on those, those funny-ass goggles you put on. That's what it looks like. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I don't, I'm, because it doesn't block blue light. I, it's hard to describe. It, the most, I, I, I'm you know, saying it looks that way. Oh, okay. Yeah. that might be right. Yeah. I would describe it like if you're going from a, a room that's like dark to a room that's lit, you'll be like, whoa, you know, you're seeing all kinds of weird shit. It's like you, a yellow tent. You go from a room that's dark to one that's lit and you walk in and you go, whoa, that's lit. <laughs> no, <laughs> I don't know. You got you talking me the the Bronx the slang terms from the Bronx now that's lit, bro. <laughs> so what else? What else uh, you want to talk about? I think we covered just about everything. So yeah, I mean, how about how, how about this? Look, just give people a realistic kind of expectation as compared to steroids. Because I was I was just thinking about that as we're talking about it. If you did fifty milligrams of S four and maybe fifty milligrams of of Anavar, let's say Anavar, you get like a harder, bigger pump in the gym when you did your first few sets. S4, maybe not so much. And of all, you, you, the, the strength increases would be, would be pretty, pretty decent in the first uh, week or so. S4, I feel like it takes a little bit longer. For actual poundage strength increases, maybe not so, not so much the, the, big, the big strength increases, but you will notice you're, you're just able to get even more reps in at the end with maybe the same weight. The, just the muscle soreness on S4 compared to, to Anavar, it's, it's pretty noticeable. On S4, like I, like I said, you don't have that big androgen pump. You don't have a big shot in, in strength increase. You, I didn't feel any notice, any, any crazy increase in libido, the way I would have gotten with Anavar. But just those end few reps, just a little bit, little bit better, just a quicker kind of recharge in between sets. Day after day, just coming in from the day before, much less muscle soreness, much feeling much less beat up, um, I would say, on, on S4. Um, and obviously, uh, Anavar, man, just you can put on some muscle and even lose some body fat if you, if you tweak your diet just right. Um, and mean, you know, effects are faster. S4, eh, not so much, especially someone like me that's been using steroids. If you're a newbie, you'll notice a, a pretty profound change. Someone like me that, that's got S4 as an option or Anavar or testosterone, 
eh, it's all right. It's all right for body recomp, for changing the way you look. But yeah, at 50 milligrams head to head with, with Anavar, probably not, not that great. Um, and you will get the division side effects on S4. Anavar at 50 mix, what kind of uh, side effects you get? Uh, cholesterol will be, will be a little bit messed up. Mm, I don't know if much else. Maybe estrogen might go to, get just a little a slight bit high even, but not much probably. Uh, and side effects on S4, that those division, you got division. And besides that, um, that's it, man. So, yeah. so I think realistically, just set a goal, maybe three, four, five pounds on a cycle of it, eight weeks, 12 weeks of it. You know, three, four, five pounds, but it's lean muscle yeah, mass. And, you know? and you gotta and you gotta get off the anabar four to five, four to five, six weeks in while you can just continue to hit the S4 for, for eight for twelve yeah. weeks. That's correct. Yeah. But it's not for people who want to blow up. Like if you if you think that you're gonna you're like a hundred forty five pound skinny guy, six foot tall, and you hop on S4 and you're like, ah, I wanna gain thirty pounds, it's not gonna happen. It's not, it's not the right one for you. I, I will say it's a good option if you've been out of the game a while and you're coming back. Rick, Rick gives me a hard time because he's like, oh, Steve, you're out of shape. Like you'll get, you'll get, you, know? you, can, you can get jacked on it, but you're not going to get swole. No, no. You, but I mean, def- you definitely if, will not get brolic off of it. But I mean, you'll, you'll, you'll get jacked off of it. But if you've taken time off from the gym, like I have recently, I can't go to my gym right now. It's closed. It's still closed. Um, a lot of old people go to my gym, so they're not opening it. But like in my situation, it's great for what me. Do like, against, what do you have against old people, man? No, no, I'm just saying they won't open it because there's a lot of old people where I live. So they won't open it because old people. But listen, um, if I'm coming back, 100%, you want to go with S4 and GW stack, get back into it, and then you can worry about the steroids. Don't come back and run steroids. This is where SARMS beats the shit out of steroids every time. If you've taken time off, if you're trying to get back into shape, run the SARMS over the steroids, 100%. That's a smart thing to do. Don't just go and dive into a 30-foot pool off the top of the diving board when you've never dove before because you're probably going to crack your head open. You want to start easy, go in the little five-foot baby diving board first. So go with the SARMs first, then you can run the steroids once you're back into top shape. Yeah, even older guys, nothing you take in the steroid realm is really going to give you kind of that joint recovery and and muscle recovery. I'm sorry, joint recovery and, and bone recovery and all that good stuff that you'll get from Austrian. Uh, that 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 uh, endurance where you don't get that residual soreness. Nothing in the steroid realm will give you that better than S4. Maybe if you went peptides, GH definitely will make you human growth hormone, good bona fide human grade, human grade human growth hormone. Make your joints feel pretty darn good, and you'll you'll be able to burn fat on it pretty effectively. That that yeah, it's a different story. But yeah, I mean, you could stack testosterone with DECA and. EQ, whatever, throw your stuff together. You're just not going to get the regenerator, the regeneration kind of properties you get out of an Osterin or you get out of a, even an S4. Just in my, in my humble opinion, uh, what do you think, Steve? Yeah, yeah, of course. If you're a pro bodybuilder doing shows and stuff, you're going to like be like, ah, oh, S4, this stuff ain't going to do anything. And, and you're right. It ain't going to do anything for you, but for a normal Joe or someone taking time off, someone who's trying to get back into shape, this is, this is where SARMs will, will shine for you. you. You might be right. Yeah. Somebody who's older, hasn't maybe trained or weightlifted in, in 
many years and just trying to get back, yeah. maybe getting back into rolling into, even though jitsu, I mean, you kind of never leave jitsu and I don't know, but you know, even if you jitsu and if you took a long break off and you're coming back, you're going to do some, some martial arts and stuff. Why not? Why not do 12 weeks of, of Asta and S4 <laughs> just in case, just in case shit happens, you know, just in case you, you know, you were due for a new knee, but uh, maybe we can ride this one out until the day we die with, with a little bit of this. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just a thought, especially again, we talk about older guys, forties, fifties, you might, you might've been like a car, man. You might've been, you might've been due for a, for a, a bursa injury. Um, you know, right about now we just needed, we just needed that, that trigger. And then, you run, you know, 12 weeks of uh, some Austin S4, and guess what? Maybe you get a few more miles on that shoulder, you know? It's just it's just something uh, older guys to, to think about, some kind of preventive, uh, preventive uh, support. I think, you know, probably, probably a lot better idea to take some of these, uh, like, N2 joint RX and, and Austin, take some of this stuff before you get the injury, before you get fucked up, you know, uh, you know, to, to throw some throw some solder in that chink in your armor. You know, solder some plates in that chink in your armor a little bit, and, and use it maybe a little bit preemptively, because using things like like Winstrol are gonna are gonna probably hurt your joints more. Using, you know, banging the weights after a, during your trambolone or terrainable cycle or debol cycle. I mean, it puts the stress on your joints. So, so just a thought, something to think about. What do you think, Steve? Yeah, we got it. I think we covered everything in this podcast. So, guys, have you any other questions on S4? Hit, hit us up on the forum, Steve SMI and Rick V, as in Victor. For Steve Smee and Rick, has another episode. This is episode 340, S4 and Doreen. We will talk to you guys next week with another compound. Have a good one. Have a good one, Steve. Have a good one, guys. Guys, this is the required legal disclaimer. We are only sharing our experience from years of steroid use. We are not doctors, and none of what we say should be regarded as medical advice. Always check with your doctor before taking any drugs or starting any training program.